what's up guys welcome to another episode of the gouache universe podcast of course i'm your host gouache that comic book artist that discusses comics movies science fiction and pop culture news all while changing the universe one subject at a time so i'm back baby <laughs> we got a lot to talk about this week i know i missed last week but i'm finally back you knew it had to happen. Um, and this week, I got a special guest. I got a special guest joining us to talk about all the goodies that has been dropped this week and last. Some good news have been dropped. So sit back and get ready to enjoy the show. And I'll be right back after this. Okay, guys. Like I said, we got a lot to discuss this week. A lot of news broke this week and some last week. Um, but joining me on this week, I got a special guest. A special guest, guest joining me for this podcast. He's a, a writer, a cosplayer, a multi-talented brother. <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> I want to introduce you to a good friend of mine. Melvin, how you doing, man? Good, good, good. So, uh, are you ready to jump into all the news that we got this week? Oh, sir, I am ready for sure. Sure. Okay, that's good. Let's get in into it. So, first up, what do we got here? Um, Wolverine. Now, first of all, let's just let me just say this. There's one person that's on my level as far as like X-Men fans. It's got to be you. Now, you know this. You know, we talk about X-Men all the time. And um, this, I know you're going to love this topic uh, because it's something that we've both been kind of looking forward to for a long time. Um, so let me let me see what the article says. It says this article comes from CBR.com. And uh, of course, it's about the wolverine now there's a rumor going around that the wolverine anthology show is in the works at disney plus and let me see let me see the article says uh, a new rumor claims disney plus is working on a wolverine anthology series that will introduce the mutant to the mcu starting with his time in weapon x um it goes on to say wolverine may finally be coming to the MCU courtesy of Disney Plus series that will follow him through the years, of course. Um, now, this is quoted from a show called The Hashtag Show. And they're saying, um, they're reporting that the sources have told them uh, a Wolverine show was in the works uh, from Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios. The series would be an anthology-style introduction uh, to the character that airs on Disney Plus, which with each season following different points in the long life of Logan. Um, his time in the Weapon X program, which grants it, uh, him the, the antimanium skeleton, uh, will reportedly be the focus of the first season. So, for me, this just makes me smile from here to Timbuktu because... Uh, I mean, this is, I mean, ever since, you know, Disney got the rights back to Marvel and the X-Men, you know, I've been kind of, you know, 
walking on eggshells as far as like how are they going to introduce the X-Men into the greater Marvel Universe? And you know, you know, you and I have talked about this before. And you know how I feel about the 20th Century Fox version of X-Men. I mean, I love Hugh Jackman. I thought he was a great um, portrayal of, of Wolverine. The character is just, you know, as a whole, the, the plots and some of the stories that they utilized him with were not too becoming. Um, so with that said, you know, I was kind of nervous about how, you know, they were going to incorporate Wolverine and the X-Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, but then came Disney Plus, the, the wonder that is Disney Plus. Uh, it's been gift. It's the gift that keep on keeps on giving as far as I'm concerned. And uh, I think this would serve the perfect platform to do a Wolverine uh, anthology. Because, I mean, you know, Wolverine has been around for hundreds of years and it's kind of hard for you to fit those hundreds of years into two hours of film. And Disney Plus came around at the right time because, you know, I mean, what do we have? All these great shows that are coming on television now where you can do so much more character driven stories, you know, such as, you know, Game of Thrones, um, all these great shows where you can really you know, drag out the story and really go do a deep dive into the to the character. And one such character that would serve that platform perfectly is Wolverine, because because he's he's lived for so long. There's so many areas of his life that are like fertile ground for storytelling. Um, for me personally. I mean, if it were me and I was in the, the boardroom the writer's room with Kevin Feige, which I am, by the way, I am in the boardroom. Um, I'm just kind of on reserve right now. And uh, he hasn't called me yet, but you know, I'm on reserve. So, but um, if I was in there right now, I would make the first season would center on, you know, Wolverine's early years before he was Wolverine um, uh, based on the origin, you know, graphic novel, which uh, centered on, you know, Logan, uh, Dog and Rose. You know, that would be the first season. And then the second season would jump into uh, the second Origins graphic novel, which came out like 10 years later, um, which continues the story of uh, Logan um, and his relationship with Clara, uh, Creed and quote unquote Sabretooth. For for all of you who haven't read, read that second uh origin sequel i won't give away the the plot twist at the end but um i think that should be the second season and then the third season in my opinion should go into the weapon x project and i think on disney plus that would be the perfect the perfect uh platform to do all of that i mean it's possible it's literally possible you know with disney plus so i don't know it's just so much to speculate about man um, I'm excited about it. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to it to, I hope this, I mean, it's a rumor right now. I mean, it's not official, but it's just a rumor right now, but you know, it's good to speculate. So I don't know, you, you read this, you see the story, you hear this and, you know, Wolverine anthology series. What is your opinion on, you know, are you excited about it? Do you think that's the right direction to go? Do you think that they should perhaps, you know, start in a film or do you think that that is the the right direction starting off on Disney Plus? What's your overall opinion on this 
on this news? I mean, first of all, you know me, you know, yeah, just like you said before, I mean, I am diehard, mutant, and proud. Like, literally, when we met at a convention all those years ago, you were Weapon X, and I was Cyclops. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. And I literally have the X-Men symbol tattooed um, on me. Uh, yeah, so I, I still remember, actually, I remember uh, talking to you and Calvin that first, uh, when we first realized that. Marvel finally had the rights back to X-Men and back to mutants and mm-hmm. how excited we all were. And literally, I probably think I did a video of me dancing around to the X-Men theme. Which, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Not out of character for me at all. But I'm excited. Um, I feel like with it going from, uh, as you said before, with the seasons, from season to season, it does beg the question, you know, how many seasons we're going to get, how long these seasons are going to go for, and how long in between mm. will we have to wait for, you know, maybe either mutants to be present in the MCU, right. or possibly X-Men movies in the MCU based on the timeline, or other X-Men series um, as well. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely excited uh, for it, <clears throat> because of course with an anthology series, you know, it, it it definitely gives them a chance to bring in more mutants, um, of course. So I'd be excited to see which random mutants would pop up here and there. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure it would probably just be either fan favorites and maybe classic characters. Characters you wouldn't expect at all um, here and there, which is always uh, great to see on film or um, on television mm-hmm. as well. Um, how do you feel about as far as the... I mean, I have no idea what they're going to do with the, with the casting choice. So I have no idea where they're going to go when it comes to to casting um well, well they they still are i don't know it's another rumor that i heard that they're saying that they're still holding out for hugh jackman and okay. uh i don't know i'm kind of indifferent about that you know i mean i thought if if there was anyone that i would want to bring over from the fox verse if if at all it would probably be hugh jackman between Hugh Jackman and Daphne Keene, um, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't mind them uh, coming over to uh, the MCU. And as far as an explanation, just I don't know. Just just don't address it. I mean, you know, um, because right, some things are better left unsaid. Yeah, I, I get that feeling um, as well, especially when it comes to. I mean, because there's so many, you know. Um, in general, as far as, you know, shows and movies that have, like, recast the characters, and, you know, you just roll with the punches. Sometimes it's explained, most of the times it's not. I mean, we know on the back end in real life what's going on, but, right. you know, sometimes characters, you know, get replaced with, you know, other on-screen talent, and that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Um, so, um, and I, I believe you also, you mentioned uh, Daphne Key as well, right, X-23? Yeah. Yeah, um, she was great, and um, yeah, she's a great actress. So uh, more of her is X twenty three. That'd be that'd be really cool to see um, as well. Um, for me, um, as far as you know, what we'll, I'll save that for the end, just in case we we run off as far as other uh, Fox properties with mutants. As far as I'll I'll, I'll stay on uh, stay on Wolverine, but. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to see what they will do with it so far now that um, you know, right. 
Logan, good old James Hallett, is uh, back in the hands of uh, Marvel. Yeah. I'm kind of excited to see what what they'll do with him for sure. Right. Well, I know they um. This this is also. I mean, I'm going off of a lot of rumors, but um, there was at one time there was a talk um when they uh were in production on the New Mutants that there was a cut of the film which had Daphne King uh reprise her role as X23, and it was supposed to be like some type of uh post credit scene, um but that kind of fell through. So I don't know. I think ultimately we probably have a better chance of X23. Uh, reprising her role, uh, excuse me, I'm saying the character's name, but I think we, we would have a better chance of Daphne Keene reprising her role as X-23 um, in a, a future, you know, uh, uh, Marvel MCU X-Men film as opposed to a Hugh Jackman. I mean, I mean that doesn't, uh, you know, rule out my anticipation. I mean, I would love for Hugh Jackman to come back as Wolverine, but... Um, I don't know. I think we probably get a better chance of her returning because there's so much fan hype for her character uh, to return. Everybody loved her so much in Logan. But um, but I don't know. Ultimately, you know, I'm really excited about this, man. I mean, you know, just the fact that they're they're talking about doing a, a Wolverine show. I mean, we're finally getting some type of, you know, uh, talk about, you know, uh, the X-Men, you know, being sprinkled in. And, and I've always been, you know, keen on. You know, them just instead of doing a hard reboot of the X-Men, whether it's, a, you know, a, you know, a Wolverine show or X-Men show or movie. I think that they should do like just just casually sprinkle in the X-Men, just tease it kind of like they teased like other, you know, big movies and stuff in the, the MCU with the end credits. I think they should tease the actual characters of X-Men within different shows and then that tease can lead into like, you know, uh, perhaps an anthology or miniseries. And then that overall tease can build up into an explosion of a big film. Because I think if they do a hard reboot, it's going to be hard to, you know, it's going to be hard to get the taste of the Fox films out of people's mind. And I think if they do a hard reboot, I mean, it could work. I mean, it worked with uh, Batman Begins. I always say that, you know, uh, Batman Begins was a hard reboot and it worked. Because that was a great director and a great, you know, story and everything was firing on all cylinders. So it can work. But just me personally, I think that they should uh, do a soft reboot of the X-Men and then just let it build and build and build into, you know, uh, a big, you know, grand X-Men film or something like that. But um, I'm excited about this, uh, this uh, Wolverine series, though. So we'll see. We'll see um, how things, you know pan out in the future you know you me you and me both you know we're gonna be both be looking at our computers and screens and, and entertainment news screens you know with close eyes with close tender eyes <laughs> exactly so and, and you know how five years anyway i mean i feel like a lot of the stuff you just alluded to is stuff that you know most likely will happen as far as you know sprinkling in characters here and there and maybe building up to something big off that way yeah. um I'm actually glad you brought up uh, New Mutants before, because that's actually what I, I was going to mention um, earlier. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you realize, but it was going to be a trilogy uh, originally before, you know, we got the rights back with uh, with uh, Marvel and Disney. Okay. Uh, because But the director didn't realize. The writer, um, I believe it was a Josh Boone, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I, first of all, I, I thought it was a great uh, film. I, I, I love that it was, you know, kind of based on horror because that was something different that you don't expect, especially when it comes to, you know, superhero films. So I thought that um, that element was great for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he definitely wanted to plan for, you know, a trilogy. And the sequel, um, I mean, uh, for me, like, I, th- I feel like as an actor, he's... Um, is brilliant as far as you know making people love him or making people hate him or just making people laugh in general but uh sasha Baron cohen uh was going to be eyed to play um mr sinister uh warlock oh 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 yeah i don't know why i said mr uh, sinister sasha baron cohen and this mr sinister <laughs> i don't know why i said that but um <laughs> wow uh warlock i guess so yeah i guess when you yeah. think about it that makes sense so to speak, uh, I guess what it would have been a CGI character, and he was doing the voice or something like that, or most likely, I'm sure something like that. But I, I feel like with his personality, he definitely would have been able to nail uh, the character for sure. Um, I have no idea where the where the third film would have gone, but I know I've seen articles about here and there about uh, what the uh, sequel would have been like. Oh, and also um, Antonio Banderas would have been in it as well because he would have been. Um, <clears throat> Robert Costas or uh, Sunspot, as we uh, most of us know him, it would have been he would have been Sunspot Sunspot's dad, oh, uh, okay. as well as uh, the main villain of the sequel to the Mutants. So that's kind of what we lost out on. But I, you know, I was kind of excited to see where they would go, um, how how they would. Uh, go about with that movie because I, I definitely enjoyed the portrayals uh, as far as New Mutants went for everybody that played um, every character. Mm-hmm. There were, a few minor things here and there that were just a little um, that I would have changed uh, personally as far as the team right. you know, dynamic and, and everybody getting along but uh, but overall I thought it, was, thought it was a great film okay 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 well um, cool stuff man I mean well I guess we'll all be looking forward to whatever you know comes out in, in regards to the mutants in the, the near future so you know you know we're going to be uh, sticking close to this story so um, okay so let's Moving on, moving on. Okay, so moving on. Let's see, what's our next story here? Um, ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Um, so this story comes from comicbook.com. And in continuing with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all that is Disney+, Plus, um, She-Hulk. She-Hulk has reportedly began filming... Um, let's see, like I said, this comes from comicbook.com and it says, uh, it appears another Marvel Studios television show has entered production. She-Hulk, the Tatiana Maslany starring courtroom, hmm, courtroom comedy has been in pre-production for months. Wow. For months. I thought it's, um, I don't know why I thought it just started filming this spring, but, um, says uh has been in pre-production oh it's been in pre-production okay it's been in pre-production for months now an official government website has updated the status of the production as certain tracking accounts have pointed out online the official website to the state of georgia has added she-hulk to its list of projects currently in production in the peach state uh georgia a beacon of hollywood productions due to the lucrative tax credits and incentives 
uh, didn't have the show listed on the site last week. Um, but now it has the show on its now filming in Georgia's list. Hmm. So, um, I'm excited about this one too, man. I mean, you know, She-Hulk is one of my favorite characters. I've always had an affinity for She-Hulk. Um, I know she's kind of a, uh, uh, legacy spinoff character for the Incredible Hulk. Um, I know there's a term for that. I just can't think of it right now. Uh, when you create another character based off of an existing character, but, um, there's a term for that. Maybe, uh, uh, anybody out there can help me with that. I don't know. You know the term for that, uh, Melvin, when you create a character and then there's another character based off of that character. Isn't there a term or something that I know you're a writer, so you know. Well, when it comes to Marvel and DC, they—if you ask either company, they would probably just call it stealing, <laughs> <laughs> or that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Destro, Deadpool, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, but this is—I mean, but this is within the company, so they're not really stealing from themselves. But that's you know, true. That but true. Uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, so She-Hulk, yeah, she's always been one of my favorite characters, man. I mean, I I've, I love the uh, John Byrne run from. Uh, way back in the day and uh, uh, the courtroom uh, comedy angle um, that's actually exciting because I know they had a uh, um, there was a miniseries that came out a few years ago um, let me see it was uh, um, yeah it was basically basically she hulk and she was pretty much in the courtroom and she was uh, solving uh, she was like the lawyer for uh, superpowered beings, and they came to her with cases, and it was just it was a fun a fun read. If anybody out there you know can pick up that in your local comic book store, it's, it's worth the read. Um, came out in I think it was what 2015, 2014. Um, it lasted for I don't know how many issues, but um, I don't know. You know how uh, you know Kevin Feige and those guys over at Marvel they really you know, do their homework as far as doing deep cuts and they base a lot of their content off the actual comics. So I'm sure we're going to get a lot of uh, procedural uh, 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 law room jargon mixed with like high science fiction and superheroics and uh, and Mark Ruffalo. I think uh, I think that was in the invest the big investors meeting uh, that they had uh, a couple of months ago. And I think they had said that Mark Ruffalo was going to return as uh, Bruce Banner, um, as well as the Abomination. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this show, man. I mean, I got to admit, I, I don't know too much about the actress. Um, I know we've talked about this before uh, when they first announced uh, who was going to be portraying the Hulk. And you said that you had um, seen some of her work. I think you said that you had seen some of her work before. But... Um, I'm excited for the show. I'm, I mean, I'm excited to see where they go with it. I mean, just more green, more She-Hulk, more Hulk. It's just going to be exciting. And I'm really excited about Mark Ruffalo uh, returning as the Incredible Hulk because um, just on a sidebar, uh, I know he had a, a meeting with Kevin Feige and he sat down. Uh, I think Kevin Feige had called him into, you know, the office or whatever and said, hey, Mark, you know, we just got finished shooting Infinity War, Endgame. Where do you want to go next? You know, where, where do you see your characters going? See, that's you, you see the kind of respect that uh, Kevin Feige and 
the Marvel team had for their actors and what and their characters, you know. But anyway, um, and, you know, he said something that really intrigued me. Speaking of Wolverine, he said that he really wanted to see a Wolverine uh, Hulk meeting um, based off of the classic first appearance of Wolverine, which in the pages of Incredible Hulk, uh, number 181. And, um, you know, that brought a smile to my face. So I'm really excited to see uh, Mark Ruffalo return as the Incredible Hulk. And I'm really looking to his looking at his future in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe and or, you know, Disney Plus Universe uh, moving forward. But um, but I'm excited for this show. Um, so you hear this story. She-Hulk is actually officially in production. What are your thoughts, Melvin? Wow, yeah, definitely so much to unpack here. So, uh, yes, we have talked about this uh, before when news first broke about, uh, well, potentially, I guess it was still rumors, but I think they were just trying to keep it under wraps, even though, you know, they didn't do you know, a great job because <laughs> no. uh, by the time the actress denied it, uh, you know, well, actually, I kind of fell for it when she denied actually being cast for the role later on. I just didn't post anything about it because I wanted to hold on to hope that she was actually going to be playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Like, I, I could be butchering myself. I think she pronounced her name um, Tatiana Mainsley. Uh, I could be wrong on that last name. I'm not 100%. Um, but she is definitely uh, a great person because she is definitely an acting beast yeah you definitely still have to check out uh orphan black uh because it is a credible show and uh just the range on this woman for all of the I, I don't want to, i can't give it away you know but you'd have to watch the show to know what i'm talking about and why i believe she has so much range okay based on just that one show but just check her numbers look at the awards Uh oh! Wait a minute. Uh, are you still there? You kind of uh, fizzled out for a second. Well, can you sit? Can you hear me? Oh, okay, I hear you now. I hear you now. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, what was the last thing you heard? I guess. Uh, well, you were saying about uh, Tatiana, and I need to check out her uh, her credits and her work and her her numbers and her awards and everything, and I would see why she is you know, uh, more than able to portray the Hulk and this, the She-Hulk in this, this show. So yeah, you're right. I do probably need yeah. to do some more research into her to see her acting chops, you know, cause I, I haven't, uh, unfortunately I haven't seen anything from her, but I need to actually go in and do some research and try to, um, this show Orphan Black, what is it? Is that on Amazon or what, what, what channel is that on? Uh, you know, I believe you can find it on Amazon. I don't, um, uh, so, um, Let's see, because I watched it years ago, and I watched it. It was on the BBC network. Um, as okay. far as what networks it might be on now, um, I'm not sure because the show ended, uh, I want to say, at least maybe two to three years ago, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong on the actual uh, date that it ended. Uh, but it definitely ran for a lot of seasons. Okay. And, um, I mean, by now you could probably find the box sets um, as well. But as far as... Um, what uh, streams and streaming sites you'll be able to find that on. I may have to look into that for you and see what I can find out. I'll definitely do my uh, research on that for you. 
Um, and then the pullback as far as She-Hulk goes, like, I didn't even realize um, until, uh, let's see, uh, what, what did the kids say now? I was today years old, basically. <laughs> so I, was, I didn't even realize how much she actually broke the fourth wall. Um, I, I think I read some um, random issues, like, way back from, you know, some of her 90s runs and then mm-hmm. realized how much she actually broke the fourth, fourth wall. Like, I thought, oh, yeah. you know, Deadpool was, uh, you know, first Marvel character to really start to do that, but apparently she all did that yeah. uh, all the time. Yeah, um, Deadpool is still in her her stick. That's uh, that's yeah. She Hulk stick. I think John Byrne was the first one that actually uh, wrote her like that. Um, I remember on the uh, the cover. Um, what does it say? It said uh, uh, the classic cover with the She Hulk. Um, you comic book people out there, you you know this is a deep cut, but. Um, on her first miniseries, I think it was with John Byrne on the cover, it said something to the fact uh, she was holding up a comic book, her comic book, and she was looking at the camera and she said, well, the audience, and she said, uh, read my comics or I'm going to take away your X-Men comics or something like that. And that's what she was saying. But that was her first breaking the first wall, fourth wall type of experience. If I'm not mistaken, I think that was like the first uh uh, thing but yeah she's been uh doing that so nice. um what do you think about so it's going to be a, a comedy uh legal procedural what do you think about that angle as opposed to them going full dramatic superheroic uh sci-fi which i'm sure that stuff is going to be in it but they're really going to be playing up the procedural comedy what, what do you think about right. that, that angle well at first you know i wasn't sure you know how that form was going to you know, I mean, it was for how it's going to work. Well, not how it's going to work, but more along, along the lines of how it was going to come across to viewers. But then, you know, once I realized um, how much she actually broke the fourth wall in the comics, I'm like, okay, yeah, I could see where this is going. Like, I feel like there's probably going to be, you know, a lot of, um, you know, talk to the audience, a lot of camera dead panning. Like, I feel like they may take the, um, you know, kind of, you know, the WandaVision, um, right. you know, and you know throwing some things like there that might be reminiscent of the office reminiscent of modern family and shows like that um so i i definitely think they can pull it off and based on you know what we've seen as far as uh these marvel shows whether it's the falcon the winter soldier whether it's wandavision you know um these shows are in great hands and no matter know what genre they decide to throw at us you know, you know it's going to be enjoyable and it's going to be some great entertainment for sure right right well she's got some i gotta say she's got some big shoes to fill because uh for me Cree summer was the best uh she hulk uh that there ever was uh <laughs> you know Cree summer she's the multi-talented voice actress that's been around since the 80s you know from penny to uh elmira to uh, She-Hulk, she's done so many voices, you know, it's too many to, to list, but, um, plus she was Freddie on a different world. Yeah. You, you, you know, Chris Summer, Every, everybody knows Chris Summer. I mean, you Summer. cannot know Chris Summer and watch, you know, cartoons and movies from the eighties, nineties, two thousands and not know Chris Summer. And if you don't know her, I mean, you at least know that iconic voice for sure. Of course. And when, when I, when I first heard, I remember on the Incredible Hulk animated series and, you know, I, I first discovered that She-Hulk was going to be on there. And then I was listening to the voice. I was like, wait a minute. That's Cree Summer. I was like, she's doing the, the, the voice for the, the She-Hulk? And, oh, it was just perfect. Just perfect. I mean, it was just like it fit 
perfectly. The She-Hulk and her voice talents just felt like a, a match made in heaven. So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this, man. I'm really excited about this show. Like, like I said, like we both know, it seems that, you know, uh, Disney and Marvel and all these Disney Plus shows, they're firing on all cylinders. So, um, this is definitely one story that I'm looking forward to. And just the fact that they're filming right now, oh, just does my heart good. So we'll see. We'll see in the future. Okay. Um, so next, you know, we might as well stay in the family of Marvel. Uh, got some more new news coming from Marvel. Um, you know how it is. You know how we do. So this article comes from Variety. And... It says, Alfred Molina details Doc, Doc Ock's return in Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, the tentacles do all the work. <laughs> That's the title of the article. Uh, but it goes on to say, when Alfred Molina was first invited to reprise his role as the villainous Otto Octavius in Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, the forthcoming third installment of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man films, led by Tom Holland, he said he was told to keep it quiet. Um, this is what uh, Alfred Molina says. He goes on to say, when we were shooting it, uh, we were all under orders not to talk about it because it was supposed to be something, some great big secret. Man, what's with all these secrets? I mean, I'm just, look, if you're in it, come on, Marvel. If, if they're in it, just tell them, tell the people they're in it. I mean, people are seeing them on set, but anyway, that's just me. Um, he goes on to say, uh, uh, Molina said with a laugh during an interview with Variety about his role in the Oscar nominated Promising Young Women. Um, he goes on to say, but, you know, it's all over the Internet. Like I said, it's all over the Internet. Um, I actually describe myself as the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Um, it goes on to say, instead, not only did Molina confirm his involvement in No Way Home, he happily detailed his experience making the movie and returning to a part he first played in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man uh, 2 in 2004. Um, well, to make a long story short, he said it was wonderful. So, first of all, just the fact that we got a confirmation that Alfred... This is the first confirmation, I think. Um, because everything that we've been hearing, at least that I've been hearing uh, from this third Spider-Man film... It's all been, you know, rumors. You know, is this person going to be in it? Is this person coming back? Oh, no, this person is not coming back. Oh, is Tobey Maguire in it? Oh, no, he's not in it. Uh, is Emma Stone in it? Oh, no, she's not in it. You know, it's it's been kind of a, a back and forth kind of runaround where you don't really know what to believe. So, you know, I just stood back and just was quiet on it. I didn't really speak too much on it because I didn't want to get my hopes up, you know, uh, too high. You know, from right. yeah, another feeling. Yeah. But um, this is like the first official announcement. You know, Alfred Molina returning as Doc Ock. So I'm excited about this, but I gotta say, let me start off by saying that the first three Spider-Man films uh, with Sam Raimi, I know it's not popular opinion, but um, they didn't really do it for me. I mean. I, I enjoyed thank you thank you I, I mean oh you too you you feel the same way too I mean I, I feel it's like I just they didn't I mean I I, I enjoyed Spider-Man 2 I get the Spider-Man 2 excitement I mean I thought Spider-Man 2 was better than Spider-Man 1 
um, because the whole uh, Green Goblin thing just turned me off. You know, just his appearance and, you know, the performance was good, but just I didn't think his appearance was they should have kept it the way the comics was. And that's just my opinion on that. Um, I thought it would have been a lot more horrific if you went the less the less you did like the Power Rangers the word the better off it would have been but um that's just my opinion but um but all those three films they weren't you know really my cup of tea it wasn't until this new batch of spider-man films came out with tom holland i thought the the stories were i don't know they just hit me a little bit better than those earlier films and not to say not to say you know i know they have their fans you know people love toby mcguire which is cool i thought he, he was he was a, a good spider-man you know but just for me my cup of tea i think these uh, these three Spider-Man films uh, hit me a little bit uh, better, you know, as far as, you know, sticking the landing for me. But with that said, I'm excited to see some of these characters, these actors return to their roles because, you know, like I said, we know how Kevin Feige and the, those guys over in the MCU, they really do justice to their characters and they really try to make them as close a counterpart to their comic book or uh, roots as possible and so that's what i'm excited about alfred uh, molina returning as doc ock I'm, I'm curious to see in what capacity he's going to return you know what is his uniform going to look like um and a lot of the other returning uh you know cast members you know quote unquote i don't know if it's been confirmed yet but there's been i've been hearing a lot of rumors about you know people turning up on set you know, but they're still trying to keep it a secret. You know, I've heard that uh, Toby Maguire was on set. I heard Andrew Garfield was on set. And um, I'm trying to think if there was an announcement that or a rumor that Emma Stone was on set as. Uh, uh, what is it? What's her character's name? Gwen. Gwen uh, Stacy. Yeah, Gwen Stacy. Uh, her return. So um, all this gets me excited, man. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I just I'm so curious about what this film is. I mean, I know when we left off the last Spider-Man our boy uh peter parker was getting ousted you know uh you know and everything so i'm curious to see you know i know it's going to be you know dealing with the multiverse but i'm curious to see how that plays into uh the overall film and the story and with so many returns and prospective returns of returning actors it's exciting man i'm looking forward to it you know so you hear this, Alfred Molina confirms his return officially as Dr. Octopus in this new Spider-Man film. What are your thoughts about this? Are you looking forward to it? Are you excited about it? Uh, your trepidation? What's your overall opinion? Well, I read articles about that as well as far as Alfred Molina confirming his return. And I'm very excited because as far as Spider-Man 2 went, I feel like his portrayal of Otto Octavius was incredible and probably one of the highlights of that film for me uh i definitely understand you know where you're coming from as far as uh those Raimi films maybe not you know exactly being your favorite spider-man films i definitely get that um i'm, I'm a fan of sam Raimi's work when it comes to you know mm -hmm. uh shows he's done you know like um uh, Zena, a warrior princess, things like that. Um, right. Uh, his work, uh, the work of his brother Ted Raimi, um, who I believe had some hand in uh, behind the scenes as far as Spider-Man went. 
uh, how Spider-Man went as well. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm the same as you. Here's how I feel when it comes to uh, Spider-Man and when it comes to X-Men. It was the first time um, all those years ago, way back when, that we had them on film finally. So I was super hyped up when X-Men, we finally got a movie. When Fox, you know, came out and gave them a movie. Same thing with... Uh, with Spider-Man, when there was finally a movie, because we hadn't had a movie on the big screen before when it comes to Spider-Man, so everybody was incredibly hyped. I mean, right. Peter Parker is, uh, if not the, the most, like the one of the most popular characters in comic book history of all time, definitely top ten, maybe even top five for sure. Right. You know, so when we got, you know, Toby and we got that first Spider-Man film, Everybody was super excited. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, the soundtrack, for the most part, was doing it justice. I mean, you had, um, you know, uh, back then, people actually uh, liked Nickelback. Um, you know, I remember Nickelback had that song <laughs> with, um, oh my gosh, it was uh, Jody, the guy, lead singer Jody from the other rock band. I can't think of the rock band's name, but they were good, too. They had that song. Uh, that Sonic Hero that they did for the Spider-Man soundtrack, mm. and literally, I, every time I heard that song, I was like, I was, I was ready to, you know, find the uniform and throw it on and go out <laughs> and save the world. But right. I mean, as far as that movie went, uh, the more I look back on it. So one of my main things I did not enjoy with that with uh, Tobey Maguire's portrayal of Spider-Man is that he did not have organic web shooting. Yeah. yeah, web shooters and webs that he created himself uh, organically. It was, you know, a part of his body. Like, it kind of reminded me of, like, Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. I was like, <laughs> why? What is going on? But, I mean, I, I went with it for the moment because, you know, it's Spider-Man. And yeah. you want the movie to be good. So you just went with it for the rest of, you know, well, we went we, we went with it for the next three films. <laughs> right. You know, for sure. Yeah. And... I mean, I'm, I'm definitely excited uh, to see what they'll do moving forward. Now, another portrayal I actually enjoyed, which we didn't really get much of, uh, I really like Bryce Dallas Howard uh, as Gwen Stacy. Oh, A lot yeah. of people may not remember Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Um, not only Ron Howard's daughter, um, she's an incredible actress and director. She's directed you know, a few episodes of The Mandalorian. We know her of from course, the new right. Jurassic Park. Right, right. Uh, the new Jurassic Park franchise, probably in that. And um, as far as um, shows go, she was one of the most in one of the most high rated, the highest rated episodes of uh, Black Mirror. One of my personal favorites uh, from that anthology series. Um, you have to, I believe, go to season three, episode one to check that out. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I really enjoyed her as um, as Gwen Stacy. And I mean. I totally oh. forgot she was in that. I mean, yeah, I, it's just uh, when you said that just now, I told her I was like, yeah, that's right. She was uh, yeah, uh, Gwen Stacy in Spider Man. Was it was right. it Spider Man two or was it Spider Man three? It was Spider Man. You 3. know what? It's been so flipping long. I'm trying to remember. You know which movie had that one? I think it was. Um, I think it might have been Spider Man three, the one. Uh, I think it might have been because of the one with um the dance. Oh, the dance. Oh, the dance. Oh, my God. Ah, the dance from hell. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, yeah, so, um, wow. Yeah, you know, it's 
Is you think there's any chance that she might make an appearance? Nah, I don't think so. Nah, I, don't, I, I don't. mean, you never know, but it'd be cool. I mean, I mean, she's tight with John Favreau, you know, and you know, she's already. I, I don't know. It's it's. I'm not ruling anything out, but it'd be kind of cool if we saw another universe Gwen Stacy in there. All I know is, you know, if we do end up, whether we end up with the. Hello. 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 Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. So sorry about that. I, I think I moved my phone too far away from me. Uh, but yeah, whether we end up with, um, you know, Gwen Stacy or Genesis, Gwen Stacy or Ghost Spider or Spider Gwen, mm-hmm. um, that, I, I think it would be, you know, amazing whoever shows up um, when we get the third uh, yeah. Marvin, uh, Spider-Man. And so, let's not forget that uh, uh, Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox is going to be in it also. Yeah, uh, returning is uh, Daredevil. So man, there's so many, so many, so many uh, Easter eggs to look forward to. You know, I'm just gonna be sitting by that time. Hopefully, maybe we'll be back in the theaters. I'll be sitting in the theater just with my eyes open wide. You know, just like waiting to see who's gonna pop up next. You know, so that's gonna be an exciting experience. But um, but yeah, man, I, I'm looking forward to this, man. I mean, to see. Uh, Alfred Molina, he just confirmed that he's in it. Definitely. It's definitely, it's an official confirmation that he's returning as Dr. Octopus. That's just, that's good to hear, man. I mean, you know, everybody's so secretive. Like, look, if you're in the film, just say you're in the film, man. I mean, you know, just, it's just, I mean, I I get that they're want to, they want to keep things secret, but I mean, this is the 21st century. Everything's on the internet now. It's hard to keep anything secret. So, you might as well look. If you can't beat him, join him. That's all I gotta say. That's what I say. So, but um, yeah, yeah and I, I truly hope. I mean, it'd be cool to see Gwen Stacy show up. I just need um, I I just need the cost of Edge of Spider Verse number two to go down so I can get that uh, first appearance of uh, Spider Gwen, which I should have done years ago. I just I, I wasn't thinking about that that storyline, even though these days I, I probably looking back, I probably should have just picked that up because based on you know what it's worth these days, I, I should have just you know picked that up back then. I really should have. Well, do you think uh, you think it's going to spike? The price is going to go up uh, once they show her in the film or something, or what's what's the reasoning behind that? I mean, I feel like the price is already high enough. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> trust me, I've been hunting looking for a decent um, copy. Um, I have not had any such luck for uh, a decent price or one that I'm willing to um, bid on that'd be reasonable, you yeah. know, basically. But uh, I'll find one one day, I'm sure. I may have to just scour um, people with um, old collections that don't realize what they have, you know, things like that. that oh. nature. So, like, uh, taking advantage of people. Oh, uh, yeah, give me that Gwen Stacy uh, issue. Oh, yeah, that's that's just a character, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll give it to you, son. (laughs) Well, I mean, if they're willing to part with their entire Edge of Spider-Verse collection and they, you know, don't realize, you know, what they've got when it comes to issue two, I mean, I'd be like, it's fair game. I I really do. Uh, But, you know, that's just uh, just me. But as far as the other, um, you know, Spider-Man characters, um... I feel like, yeah, for you, um, like you said, you enjoyed um, Tom Holland's movies uh, most. I enjoyed, personally, I enjoyed Andrew Garfield's most because I feel like he really embodied Peter Parker um, 
as well as Spider-Man. And a lot of people don't realize, like, his performance was based off the Spider-Man from the Ultimate, Ultimate Universe. Ultimate, right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, so he had more of an attitude and the chip on his shoulder, but he was still nerdy, but also cool, but also still, you know, very, very tech-savvy and very much a genius when it came to, you know, building things and, and putting things together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't give him you know, credit for that, and, you know, because every time I hear something about him, it's like, oh, you know, that, that, he was, you know, he was just way too uh, arrogant as Peter Parker, and, you know, he was, he was just, you know, seemed to be more mean to everybody, and Peter Parker does a skateboard, and blah, 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 I'm like, come on, like, mm-hmm. like, get her, it's, it's a comic book character, it's, like, <laughs> it's portrayal, you know, so, but yeah. I, I feel like he did, you know, an excellent job. Um, I felt bad because based on the plots and the stories, around those movies um i wasn't happy with the way some villains were portrayed in those films and i'm so sorry he didn't get to get the his trilogy you know like i feel like he deserved because i feel like the third one would have been you know a lot a lot better uh but you know it is what it is and then plus also the chemistry between him and emma stone Stone. i mean i know they're no longer together but they were a couple at one point but I just thought they had great chemistry, and um, oh yeah, did, um, you did you did see those you know deleted scenes with um, I'm going to butcher her name um, Shania Shania Woodley uh, from the Divergent films because she was cast as Mary Jane in those films. Really? Uh, yeah, she was in the supposed to be in the second one, but her scene uh, got cut. Um, oh. At, yeah, yeah. So she was supposed to have a scene in there. If you go, if you go online, look it up. Uh, you should be able to uh, find it pretty pretty easily. But yeah, she was supposed to uh, be in there. Um, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't. I'm just hearing that. Uh, as you say, uh, today, 2020, uh, 2021. That's the first time I'm hearing that. I didn't know that. Uh, Shailene Woodley. Oh, you know who I was thinking about? Oh, my bad. I'm, I was thinking about. Uh, uh, what's the other one that played uh, Mystique in the X Men? When you said Shailene, that, uh, yeah, I was thinking about that. That that was the, when you said Shailene Woodley. I had uh, the Mystique actress in my mind, but now I know uh, you're talking about. One? You mean the good one, Romain <laughs> Stamos? No, Romain, no, the yeah, other one, the other one. No, the other one. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, we don't talk about that here. But uh, yeah, uh, but uh, uh, Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer. Uh, yes. uh, yeah, but but now I know you're talking about Shailene Woodley. Yeah, Divergent series. I should have realized. But wow, I still didn't know that. I didn't know that she um, she was cast as Mary Jane. So, but yeah, you said I can find it online though. Huh? It should be on YouTube. I'll look definitely. Yeah, look yeah, that I up. believe so. Um, yeah, no, not not Jennifer though, because Jennifer is a great actress. I just did not um, understand why, as far as her portrayal. Um, yeah. Or any of the films where she played Mystique, um, but she is—I um, I will say she is a good um, actress. Oh, speaking of actresses, I mean, I, I wonder if we'll get any appearances by uh, by Kirsten Dunst um, uh, in these uh, in this third Spider-Man. I'm not sure, um, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I can't leave without saying something positive about her. I mean, um, she was uh, she was great in Bring It On. Um, yeah, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I detecting some, uh, I'm detecting something salty in your voice there about, uh, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but, well, we don't want to get off topic, but, uh, we need to discuss that when, uh, off camera here, but <laughs> well, I mean, as far as Mary Jane goes, I mean, uh, uh well, 
I don't know, maybe, but you know, the thing is, I think all of these, whatever we see in Spider-Man Far From Home, just the fact that we're getting so many people returning, it'll be, I think there's still some things, it'll be some surprises that haven't been uh, spoiled yet. Um, so whatever they, you know, uh, bring us in that film, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just, throughout, like I said, throughout that entire film, I'm just going to be looking for surprises, you know, because at this point... I don't, I can honestly say, I don't know what to expect. I don't know. I mean, the only thing I know, like I said, what we're seeing now is Alfred Molina has been confirmed. But like I said, we've been hearing so many other rumors. I don't know if Kirsten Dunn is coming back. I don't know if Emma Stone is going to be in it. Uh, heck, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard might show up. You know, I don't know. Uh, Aunt May might come back. Uh, the one from the original Spider-Man. I don't know. But uh, I'm just excited about it. So, you know, uh, we'll be sticking close to this story, you know, like all the other ones, uh, as it develops. Um, I think, when is the film release? It's, it's this year, right? Isn't it November 22nd or something like that? I think it's December, but I could be wrong. I could December? be wrong about that. You might be right. It might be... Um, I know, I do know, what I can say about it for sure is, um, as far as between that and uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of uh, madness. madness. I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be a month apart. Okay. So I think we're getting one and then the other. So okay. um, I don't know if we're getting that in November and then uh, a new Spider-Man film in December or if we're getting a new Spider-Man film in November and then Doctor Strange 2 in okay. December. I'm not sure. I may have to look into that. Okay. Well, I know, I think the last time I checked, I know there was a, a heavy slate of films that were supposed to be released this year. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Spider-Man was one of them. But okay, though. So um, like I said, um, we'll definitely be sticking close to this story and looking forward to this. I'm excited about this film. Looks like we both are, you know, to some capacity um, uh, in the Spider-Man Far From Home. And um, we'll see what happens.
Okay, so we made it. We made it through uh, the, an important business and discussion of all this great news. We made it to the final, the final end. So, man, I, I got to thank you, man. It was good having you here, Mel. It's good having you here to, to, to talk shop and, you know, really break down this news. Um, it was good having you on the show. I'm glad you was able to take time out of your, your busy schedule to, you know, to grace us on the Gouache Universe podcast. So um, why don't you tell the people, uh, where can people find you on the Internet? Um, you know, what are you working on? What do you want to, you know, what, what are you what is your plans? What you got going on? I know you're a talented writer and everything. Tell us which what you got next and where people can find you on the Internet. Oh, man, that, that, that I feel like, you know, time just flew by. That's crazy, you know, but now it's like, it's the final countdown. <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, no, yeah, I just want to say uh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, uh, I guess probably the easiest way, most likely to reach me is probably my Instagram, uh, which you can reach me at uh, Instagram.com. Uh, backslash uh, Melvis underscore pelvis. That's M E L V I S underscore P E L V I S. Uh, yeah, no, I've got some things coming along that I want some uh, scripts and uh, things of that nature that I definitely want to finish up soon. Uh, I always find, you know, as far as my source of inspiration to get things. Uh, finish either you know through you know family or friends or just everyday uh, occurrences so I'm definitely ready for cons to come back because right. uh, I miss uh, you know I miss just having that you know that interaction um, with like-minded you know people and groups right. and, and things of things of that nature uh, for sure uh, but yeah it's definitely been a blast Greg yeah seriously it felt like old times like it reminds me of the times where uh, we'd be in Orlando, you know, and you'd just come to town uh, for a con, and maybe I'd already be there for maybe, like, MegaCon for, like, a day earlier or so, and I'd be walking over to wherever your hotel is, so that we could walk over, you know, to the con together and stuff like that. So, yeah, this is definitely um, yeah. been a blast for sure. So, yeah, anytime uh, you want to have me and I'm free, I'd definitely be down to come back and talk shop um, for sure because it's definitely, definitely enjoyed it. Uh, thanks cool. for having me again. Cool, man. Thanks for having. Thanks for being here, man. Definitely appreciate it. Um, so yeah, that's uh that's the end of the show, guys. Um, hope you enjoyed the Gouache Universe podcast this week. Um, also be sure you know you can always find me on all of the interwebs, uh, just at Gouache Universe. And I gotta remind you, don't forget to check out my graphic novel, which is in stores right now on Comicsology. It's a digital comic book. It's called The Native Quest. And it'll blow you away. It's science fiction, it's drama, suspense, spirituality, social commentaries. It's a grand epic adventure. You'll love it. It's called The Native Quest. It's on Comixology right now. And once again, you can find me on all the interwebs at Quash Universe. And hope you enjoyed this week's show. And be sure to come back next week as I'll have more science fiction, pop culture, and movie news. But until then, I'll see you in the universe.